Hello, social media family, and welcome to Cats Adversity 160. I'm Aaron Mack, and I'm here with my good friends who will introduce themselves after we all make sure that we're always on mute when we're not talking. And after I give the song that's in my mind right now, and honestly, I, I, I'll do two things to be fair. On my, I was playing two different devices. One device was playing Whitney Houston's um, Why Does It Hurt So Bad? And my other device was playing Young KSB's Hit It From The Back um, on his album, Duty Gabor. And I particularly like shouting out independent artists and Young KSB is an independent artist who is extremely talented, doing very well with his work and his rapping and yeah, very talented. And next we will go to Kevin. Hi everybody, this is Kevin. Um currently in Philadelphia. The song in my mind is off of actually Victoria Luckett's debut album called Obvious. That's a good one. I, I, I remember that one. Absolutely. Yeah. And next we'll go to Chrissy Marie. Hey everyone, it's Christy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio. And the song that's in my mind is called Playing God by a group called Polyphia. It's an instrumental, they're a rock, a rock group and um, a very beautiful combination of sounds. Um, and uh, I can't really hum it, <laughs> but Definitely check it out. Uh, they're called Polyphia. The song is called Playing God. And that song is a fantastic song, by the way, Chrissy Marie. I, I, I of course, listened to it because I, I was trying to get it to play. Mm -hmm. And um, it. I was like, oh my gosh, is that what he's doing on the guitar? Yes, like, and I, I was captivated. I listened to it over and over and over again. And I've listened to it several times a day now. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes. All right. And our special guest also, the Quincy Keith. And also, you'll say your name and the song in your mind right now. Well, everybody, my name, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, it, it, it's all about me. My name is Orin Digger. I come from Amazon, Mount Quincy, and it's talking my mind like this. Will life give you limits? Be Beyonce. Thank you. Uh, uh, okay. Is that also the song? Lemons yeah, by Lemons. Yes, that's a song for the both of us. I'm talking right now. I'm so, oh, I, I forgot. Uh, my name is Orange Digger. I'm orange and black and gay and all that. And uh, I'm from, well, Quincy from Ohio, Columbus, but I'm from Amazon. And that's the song. Well, life give you limits. You gotta be Beyonce. If it's give lemonade. All right. Well, well, there it is. All right. And our first topic. Uh, wait. And let's get this show on the road.
Pass adversity 160. Okay, this is the word porn post. And what it read is, quote, stop telling people that no one will love them until they love themselves. Stop planting the idea in people's brains that they are unworthy of love because of their own struggle. And the way that we do this, after each topic, I will give a three second countdown. If somebody wants to take it, just start talking in the, within the three seconds. Otherwise, I'll go first. And if somebody does and I don't go first, I will go second. All right. And this is the three second countdown. Okay. Okay. I got something to say. So, okay. First of all, I don't know why people will think that. That's like, like you can't love a puppet. You can love me. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have my new pork today. So that right there is offensive. And everybody got to know with longevity, it comes change. And what came, it comes a struggle. So you got to be in some type of change to make something happy. Ain't that right, Quincy? I agree with what he said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Very cool, and everybody gets uh, three minutes, by the way. I'm sorry I didn't say that. But what I say is, and you get up to three minutes. It's not that you have to fill three minutes, but no more than three minutes. And what I will say is, three minutes on the clock. I feel that this post, it's a sweet thing to say. It's nice, and it's true. And I'm reminded of one of the, a psychologist that I follow on social media that I came across her from Kendall Kendall's Social Society show on the All Black app. And I, and what she said is babies can receive love without knowing how to love themselves so it's not right to say that somebody can't love somebody else until they know how to love themselves because babies do it. And wait a minute, my timer's not going, sorry. Okay, all right, because babies do it. And Kevin Samuels, who I mentioned a lot because I've been watching him a lot, he explains when people call in and they're like, yeah, you know, I broke up with my boyfriend because I needed to work on me. He's like, you can do it. If you are going to be with that person, you can work on you while you're with that person. And you, you can do two at the same time. And I say for myself, I know I personally have struggles to overcome. Personally, I do. And I can get the man for me while I'm working to improve and working on myself. And I'll say it's self-love is good. Self-love is a journey, not a destination. And it is good to make sure though, if you're not necessarily where you need to be on your self-love journey, to at least 
know how to not accept somebody who will harm you. Because and, and I know I mentioned harming you a lot, but in this case, I, I'm not even just referencing the obvious physical harm, but the mental harm. So, so get with somebody who knows how to appreciate you and know how to at least identify that. Even as you are working on increasing your self-love, at least know how to identify somebody actually who loves you, all right? Or, or at least identify somebody who's not here to harm you. Next will be Chrissy Marie. So I'm in agreement with you, Aaron. Um, it's, you're still lovable even if you have issues, but it's just a matter of um, connecting with somebody who's willing to to help you with those issues or love you through those issues because it doesn't make you it doesn't make you unlovable having whatever issues you have unless they're pretty severe it just still doesn't make you unlovable it just you know makes you maybe not ready for a relationship um and and that's okay too to be in that place to just not be ready because you have issues to work out on your own. Um, so that's what's in my mind about that topic. And um, But I'm in total agreement with you. Um, definitely connect with someone who is going to um, love you through your journey and through your growth. All right. And... Katonia Harrison said hi. So, hey, Katonia. And yes. And next we will go to uh, last was Kevin. Um, yeah, I would say that really, I personally don't feel that it's my place to tell someone how to love. Um, but in the long run, I feel that one, on some level, they gotta kinda accept themselves. And then their love life, that's their personal business. Okay, but, but yes, their love life, that's their personal business. And that's right. also a, a very good uh, point to make. Now, would anybody like a one-minute follow-up to anything that anyone else has said or anything, any one-minute follow-up or anything? Yes. On Jacob T.T. White. Okay, it's for this one second. So I agree with everybody that's on stage. And basically, I was always talking about, you know, about the greats that, you know, my one thing, people ask, like, my one thing, what you want in a relationship or with a partner, I say I want longevity and acceptance because, first of all, you got to accept who I am, and then the longevity part is be going to change. Everybody's going to change. Everyone's going to change. So it's going to be struggle with that, and that statement just concludes the fact that you don't want a relationship or even, even be in love and being as vulnerable for the person. So. All right. Absolutely. 
And by the way, you guys, Kat said that she likes my shirt and she also said to call her Kat. So we will call her Kat, okay? And we're up to the next topic. Now this one, and I'm letting everybody in the audience know as well, it's a kind of a lengthy video. It's four minutes. It's four minutes, but it is coming from while that was from word porn, this is coming from at VPV Vice President Ms. Kamala Harris and at Hollywood Unlocked and at our personal friend, M. Shell Rogue 101. So this is, let's get it up on this. And the topic is how. In addition, classroom doors should be hardened to make them lockable from the inside and closed to intruders from the outside. And above all, from... My name is Nayar Taminga. I am 13 years old. I've lived in Grand Rapids almost my whole life. I'm going to say it again. I'm 13 years old. All of you are adults. Adults, right? You can drive, you can drink, you can vote. I don't have that. When I asked my mom if I could be dropped off here, her response was, is it safe? Is it safe? You know, we had someone come up here and talk, don't teach our children to disobey those who are protecting us. I don't see them protecting me. If you want to talk about those protecting me, I look to those who are standing right now because my trust isn't in them. I don't trust any of you. I don't trust any of the police officers because you have shown time and time again that we cannot trust you. I go to City High Middle School, just voted the top high school, top high school in the state. You know what they teach us? Teach us to speak up for yourself. We're IB learners, right? We're smart. None of you are smart. None of you can recognize murderers. You can identify that there is a problem, but you cannot fix it. I don't know much about the law. Again, I'm young, but I'm pretty sure an accomplice to a murder should be arrested. And right now, all of you sitting and doing nothing are accomplices to a murder. Please, please refrain from the, 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 the additional commentary. If you could let her finish. Thank I am you. sorry. They're, they are fine. I'm still allowing please, to speak. Go ahead. Please, go ahead. I am frustrated, and frustrated can't even begin how absolutely terrified I am to live here. I'm expected, I'm expected to raise my kids here. I'm expected to go outside and walk my five-year-old little brother. God forbid we look too scary. God forbid he accidentally is wearing his hood and we get the police called on us because we are window shopping to go steal later. I'm not, I don't want to keep coming here. 
trust me, this is not how I want to spend my night. I don't want to come here. I don't want to sit here and I don't want to have to beg you to stop killing people. That's not what I want to do. I have friends. I have other things that I could be doing and I'm sitting in front of a group of adults who think murder is okay. You can't sit here and tell me you don't think murder is okay because you're allowing it to happen. If you want to talk about God, you want to talk about Jesus, I'm a Christian. I don't know what God some of these people believe in, but it sure ain't mine. I, I have never read in the Bible where he said we should allow the people who are supposed to be protecting us kill us. I'm sorry, maybe I missed that scripture, though. I'm not, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Please, please do not make me sit here and scream another name. Do not sit here and make me beg. And God forbid that name is mine. God forbid that name is any of these people. God forbid. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please, if you could, please. Yes, ma'am. Nayar Temga. Absolutely. She hit. uh, Anyway. Okay. Here's that countdown. Wait, where's my. Okay. All right. I'll go first. And I will put the three minutes. Tres minutos on the clock. Uh, in, in my mind, when I see this discussion on guns, first, I must acknowledge that Vice President Kamala Harris is a fellow Howard University graduate. Yes, Vice President Kamala Harris. Yes, ma'am. Love you. And second, I, I will say it's so interesting how we choose to, because that, the, President Trump post was coming from at former president was coming from Hollywood Unlocked and I believe that they posted it to sort of be comical in a way like oh you know Trump what is he talking about with the hardening of the doors and blah 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 and what what I say first we didn't hear the whole thing so maybe what he said was ridiculous, but taken out of context, certainly. But this is not a laughing situation. And it just makes it even more clear to me that people really just, or people in power, really don't know how to satisfy the pop, keep the population happy and keep their financial donors happy. Okay? The lobbyist. And an example of a major company that murders many people is the fact that we, we still have cigarettes on the go. And the c- cigarettes took my mom from me, you know, and cigarettes are murdering many people, but we've not found a way to get that because the tobacco firms have a lot of money. The gun people have a lot of money. The church people have a lot of money. And I bring up the church lobbyist because yesterday, actually, while I was in church, my pastor, she mentioned what she said, and I'm going to paraphrase her, but she was like, I wish that the government would find a way to regulate guns as well as they regulate a woman's uterus. And I was like, 
Yes, ma'am. Hats off to you because absolutely. Now, um, I feel, and that's part of the reason I love my church very much, Oakland's Presbyterian Church in Laurel. Um, But I, I feel that money in politics is the main problem and that not following the, that's why they're not following the majority's wishes because even our illustrious Vice President Kamala Harris said, talked about how the Senate voted against the majority of America's population on the uh, abortion law because the majority, oh my gosh, okay. Long story short, gotta take money out of politics somehow. That's the solution. Next is, if anybody wants to volunteer, you can speak. If not, I will call you Kevin. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. And want to read exactly what I wrote down. And it was, but can't you still hear me? Yep. All right. Um, I wrote that I have personally been setting on a consistent basis because of um, these consistent school and mass shootings. It sends me to have to really have started. It really has started um, with Columbine High School. If you could think back to was it 99 and we didn't have any mass school shootings before that um and i wrote because that was at the time that was nearly my age group and since at the time, I believe I was in 10th grade. Um, then I do remember hearing uh, my school shootings, um, or I don't recall hearing of my school shootings before then. Um, yeah, I'm oh. sorry. Last thing. I even slightly remember the Oklahoma City bombing and go Lord. That was in ninety-five, I believe. And I was in sixth grade. All right, Chrissy Marie. So, um, of course, there was another mass shooting in Newtown, Connecticut, when uh, the young uh, 20-year-old had took a gun to his mother and shot up an elementary school and then, and then shot himself. Um, and this affects me personally because I have children that, that go to school, and it's scary. It's scary 
you know, and I live in a city where there's lots of gun violence. I hear guns out shooting outside of my house every other night and, and sometimes every night of the week, you know, and the hotter it gets outside, the, the worse people behave. And, you know, the more, uh, you know, it just seems more sensitive people are. They're, people are really angry and, you know, they, they want to show off with their guns, which I don't get it. Uh, how people can do that when bullets are so expensive. Ammunition is not cheap. And, um, you know, it just makes me wonder how, how these kids get, who are involved in these mass shootings, how these, these are children, you know, even though they may be considered young adults, like that, that 20 year old, uh, Adam, Adam Lamza, right. I believe, um, was, uh, 20 years old, but he was still a a child, you know, he's not, he's barely even legal to drink and he has access to guns, to, to any type of artillery that's, that's going to take the lives of innocent children. And, you know, um, that particular incident, um, I, and I shared, when I share that with every, everyone I talk about, talk to about it had me crying for about a month because it, it happened around Christmas time. And all I could imagine was that these parents were coming home to, to gifts under the tree for children that they'll never see again. And it hurt me to my heart. I cried for a month. You know, I, I, I just, I'm afraid as an adult and the young lady who, who addressed these politicians, um, so eloquently, so intelligently. Um, we're afraid too. I'm afraid. You never know what's going to happen when you walk outside, when you just travel to a, a normal place like the grocery store. You, you know, um, when you go to a concert, when you go to a church gathering, you never know what's going to happen. Because, you know, the, the signs and symptoms are usually there beforehand, but people don't really pay attention. But they, they'll label them, oh, this person's crazy. This person has emotional issues. But what, um, you know, what can be done to stop it? We don't know if that person is, if, they, if obviously this young man, it was reported that he was talking about it. He was talking about it on social media and, um, you know, no, no one knows how he even gained access to ammunition to, to, you know, create this loss. So it's very disheartening. It's very sad. You know, I'm, I'm very afraid for my children and, uh, that's my answer. All right. And Quincy. So, um, as y'all see, this is personal to me because it's all of gun violence. That's why I'm in the bed now, as y'all see, and I'm disabled. And I have a poem that I wrote. It's a little statement poem, I call it. And I said, Jesus was not a white man, America. Facts is facts. The U.S. flag is not a symbol for the church or for Jesus. The national anthem is not holy or a hymn. Slavery is not necessary or evil to build an empire to bring Africans to Jesus. Jesus didn't carry a gun. He carried a cross. And so I tell y'all, 
about my um and today is my anniversary of my gun shooting so i used to be a traveling human dollars technician and the last city i was at is chicago you know chicago was really big on gun violence and everything that night i decided to help the lady with her groceries and these boys came out of nowhere and i protected the woman but i got the bullet shot on me and then i'm going to the case right now everything and i just like I told people, I said, I don't never have um, sympathy, I have empathy. And I'm asking myself, why? The first thing, the reason is like, why the boy that I'm going to case now, he didn't even shoot. I don't know who the shooter was. And I don't know why he don't want to tell. That's the first thing, why? And second off, like Chris said, the symptoms. Why is the boy doing this? Because I, um, on my background i do have some psychology some information that and they want me to be on that case to ask questions and um stuff came about the little boy that he was molested he was um his mom was on drugs that i asked myself why and then all the shooting from here in ohio it's been all over it's why are we not teaching the children why are we not doing this and then he always here the children the children what about the children what about the children the children are growing up fast and you're not giving them a, we need to start educating the children and make sure they safe and making sure they know like hey if somebody you see in that and then as adults making sure that we give children and anybody that's in that mode somebody to talk to i'm a person you go talk to me whatever say whatever do whatever and i mean have that there and also with that being in texas how can you, it, it, it is so crazy, and I'm not trying to get too emotional. I got you, bro. I ain't trying to get too emotional, so that's why I step on in and, uh, this is mirror, folks. Guns ain't the answer. Guns are not the answer, and, uh, I just don't believe it as a puppet. I mean, dang. Woof. Uh, I got you, bro. I, I just don't understand. I, 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 we, I really, we really don't. I don't at Orange Digger. I don't understand how. Let's talk to Orange Digger if you got any problems. And I'm out. And I would like a one minute, very much uh, like a one minute. So I will say that. First, uh, Kevin, you, you spoke on the Columbine fact, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't know what it was with the Columbine shooting at that time, but I didn't realize those people are our age, yeah. you know? And, and that is like, wow, mind blown. And second, you know, it, it, it's interesting how you don't know about it unless you hear about it. So I, I don't know. And Chrissy Marie, as far as being afraid to go places, I'll say also this past Sunday, I found out that another Presbyterian USA church had been shot up. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, like that could be anybody. It was the Presbyterian USA church in California that they shot up and one person was killed with X number of people injured. And what I don't like about them mentioning, oh, X number of people are injured is if somebody survives and say they get shot in a place that disables them, yeah, they were just injured, but that's a lifelong issue that they're gonna have to deal with because of that shooter. Anyway, I, I, I don't want, I, 
my time is up. But clearly, I have a lot to say on that. And anybody else want one minute? Yeah, yeah um, definitely. It's a traumatic experience. Um, I I grew up in a project on the west side of Cleveland. And so uh, gun violence is not something that's um, a stranger to. And um, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, there was a day when a young man was shot and ran up in our yard and he, you know, he was, he was bleeding <laughs> in, in our front yard, in our driveway and was asking, pleading for help. You know, this is, this is just something that has to definitely, uh, we definitely have to educate our youth about, we have to de educate them about paying attention to these signs. Um, we definitely have to educate them about speaking up about people who are exhibiting signs and symptoms of some type of insanity because, you know, clearly this young man was troubled and he needed help that he didn't feel like he was getting. And so in, in, in my mind, this was an attempt, a suicide attempt for him because there's no way out of that, you know, jail probably wasn't an option for him. You know, he, he wanted to go, but he wanted to take other people with him because he was in pain. You know, this is just in my mind. And anyone who does that and ends up turning the gun on themselves or just like a few years ago when that man was walking around uh, Cleveland uh, shooting people on Easter, you know, oh, shooting wow. innocent people. It's just crazy. It's, something has to be done. I absolutely agree. And would anybody else like a one minute? Yes. So my one minute is, look at me. Because of gun violence, I'm now in the bed. I'm now, this is a life-turning thing. I had to redo my life because of this. And then, like, I was laid on the ground for two and a half hours before so I got help. And... I'm trying not to get too emotional because this is the 30th. This is the remembrance of three years of that I've been now disabled. And it is all this gun violence, all this, this baby thing that where is the empathy for a person with the passion? Because the saying goes, I'm going to respect you. I might not accept you, but I'm going to at least respect you enough to let you know that you have space. But then with that respect, I'm going to start to get to know you so I can accept you for who you are and not for who you be and also come and talk to me, come and talk to somebody, have the freedom to have a space to have a person that's safe to talk to, that you know they ain't gonna judge you, they ain't gonna do this and have that space to talk because the more you talk, the more stuff like this will not happen because that boy, it's a lot of things that boy that I want to say, but excuse me, I'm trying not to get emotional, but just look at me. That's all I have to say for one minute. All right, Quincy. Now, Kevin, did you want a one minute? Oh. Sorry. Um, yeah, I will say there's definitely been a change in the, I'll even say the young people. Um, like, um, Aaron, our generation, we always say we were not great, but we weren't 
red either. And it's like the generation now, it's like they kind of going off the deep end. And yeah, I don't fully get it. And it's not everybody, obviously. Um, and there are definitely good kids, good young people, but there's a lot of bad ones, ones that don't have the education about, I guess, just things they shouldn't do or get involved in. the next topic, topic number three. And number three is coming from our good friends. It, it, it's, it's an interesting uh, change in tone, but we're lightening it up, I guess, a little bit. Our good friends at Dating University at Dating University underscore and the topic is from Dating University. It says, quote, Females break up mentally before they break up physically. Now, a guy can think he has her on lock while laying beside her, but her mind is in another place. Be careful how you treat her because once you lose her, once you lose the head, the body follows. And that is real. So... All right, I got something to say about this. Okay, ladies and everybody, it, that's an EOE statement because baby, baby, I can lay down right now and, and think about none of y'all right now. You know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about uh, how I can get an edible. I'm trying to get a little uh, toasty, trying to get a little toasty, but ladies, uh, I, I just, that statement go for a man or a woman. I mean, I mean, uh, oh my God. But look, look here. I'm just trying to tell y'all. Oh, oh my goodness. Look, look here. If y'all ever need something like me, I'm orange and fuzzy. I can do this for y'all. Uh, and that's my time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, I will say I commented on their post. I was like, that's me to a T, the, the, the female perspective. And. Uh, I, I guess my, minus the the sex part because I, I'm not big on sex, so it, it's a mental thing for me. But it's not the physical thing. Uh, additionally, for, for you to have me, and but yes, the relationship will be over uh, before we actually speak it and. And yes, you know, I, I, I've worked to get to know you and get to know things better and more about it. And I give you ample opportunity. I do. And if, huh. And yes, I am that kind of guy to sometimes test a person with the hopes that they just 
naturally get the right answer, but if, if it's wrong, I'll conclude it's a mismatch and move on, but maybe my move on game is too strong. I do remember a time when my single friends convinced me to leave a physical abuse situation. And I do still agree, ultimately. I do wonder though, if it was a a situation that like I should have fought through and maybe that's just a rocky road in the relationship. But then the smart part of my mind realizes no because sometimes in domestic abuse situations people who stay on some we can work through this end up dead so that that's a no and ah crap well i can plug it in right now but yeah um yeah maybe he just doesn't know and whatever but uh, um how many? Well, I still have a few seconds, so I I will say. Y- you know, um, maybe I I should be more forthright with my uh, requisites, and I always am. Like like pe- people know what's up. Just be honest with me. Be an honest person, and that's all you need to be. Anyway, and next will be Quincy. So you go ahead. What should I say about the old digger? Look, everybody answer. He always said. I mean, the quote is, "What's the head gone, the body gone." I mean, uh, really? Yeah. I mean, baby, that's like that. Oh, uh, I went to Franklin, so I never loved the man the way I love you. I she was trying to hold on. Then after that, R E S E P T, whatever how you spell the word. Uh, yeah, then she's talking about respect, and that right there just showed the statement that how she just met that man. So, can you hear me now? Yes, we do, Chrissy Marie. Okay, great. All right, so um, I'm in a t- in total agreement with you, Aaron. Aaron Mac. Um, additionally, um, I'm I'm also in agreement uh, with the quote. But firstly, what you were saying is just be honest, you know, like, and most of the time, and, I, and I'm speaking from in my mind and my personal experience, I'll, I'll let you know, I'll let you know, um, I will say to you that I'm having an issue with this or, you know, some, sometimes, sometimes, most of the time lately, if I'm you know, interested or, you know, dealing with somebody or getting, trying to get to know a person um, that I could have a potential relationship with. I I definitely observe a lot first, but I am pretty forthright about expectations for a relationship if I were to entertain one. Um, And it's true. It's true. If I, you know, if, if someone, um, namely myself, um, tells another someone that, okay, what you're doing or not doing is creating this or creating that or, you know, it's, 
and I'm, I'm having issues with that. I'm gonna, definitely going to communicate about it first. And, um, and once I have made a decision, of course, I'm the first to know, you know, um, but I'm not going to keep it a secret. I'm going to, I'm going to be forthright about it because I don't want to waste my time or yours. Uh, it's not fair to me or to, to the other person. So, um, that's what's in my mind about that. Um, once a, once a woman detaches, uh, emotionally or mentally, the body follows, of course, I mean, that kind of sounds like, okay, well, once a woman decides that she don't no longer, you know, rock with you, she's going to cheat in my mind. That's what it sounds like, but, um, it doesn't even have to go there. Um, and furthermore, uh, it shouldn't because as adults, we should be able to use our words in the first place. Um, if a person that you're with has trouble communicating or listening, um, you're, you're talking to the wrong person, you're dealing with the wrong person in the first place. So that's, that's my, my, in my mind about that. All right. And Kevin. You're still on mute, friend. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, I will say that I mainly agree because really, um, growing up, my parents, well, they were married, but they separated when I was like seven. So, I mainly grew up around my mom and my two younger sisters. So I kind of understand women. I would say I am not a woman, so I don't get it fully. But I understand them, obviously, better than other guys. Um, and there's certain ways yet if you're dealing with a woman certain ways you have to go about things you can't be as blunt as you want or just doing whatever it don't work like that all right would anybody like a one minute? Yes. So um, also in my mind, as people are really comfortable with being dishonest with people they say they love or care for. Um, and that's exactly, Kevin. Like, don't throw that, you know, that type of weight around because that's just manipulation. That's just creating illusion. You know, you're not really standing on what you say. And you're not even sure about who you are if you're dishonest about what how you move. So why even why even create that? Because we words are powerful. They create a whole lot, you know, including expectations. You know, and if uh, if you can't stand on your word about something with someone you, you claim to love and care for, even if you made a mistake, just be honest. Even if you, you know, 
like certain types of things that you aren't comfortable with revealing to people. Just be honest. Because what's the worst that could happen? You find out that you're not compatible. And you move on. Or, you know, you end up losing that relationship because you're just not for each other. And that's okay. That's all right. So that's my one minute. All right. Any other one minutes? Yes. My woman is this. The truth hurts. Let's be honest and let's be that. Because, look, I'm not compatible with you. You're not compatible with me. That's all right. That is life. But you're going to find somebody out there. So, like Chrissy said, let's be honest. The truth might hurt, but, hey, that's life. Ain't that right, Chrissy? I agree. All right. Of course, it's in the background, but the truth hurts, and that's all I got to say. Let's this, 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 this be truthful. All right. Be truthful. All right. Any other one minute? Well, in other words, Kevin, do you want one minute? Okay. So our fourth topic is hashtag verse TV. It's Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin from Philadelphia. I'm Orange Digger. I come from Amazon. Mount Quincy. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV. One hundred sixty.